Hey there, you're listening to the Naughty List podcast, where I don't usually intro the show, so I don't really know what to say. Yeah, that's, review that's the worst Christmas movies. That's what we do. We do. Universe. Yes. Well, it's it's a more of a hunt. It's a it's a quest. We are on a never-ending quest for quest. the worst Christmas movie of all time. All time. We've come across a few bad ones so far. Yes. I, I mean, think this, this one is going to be a only treat. a month a month into our own existence. We we only started existing a month ago. Yeah, but we're only about four weeks old now. Every week, I think it can't get worse, and it does. It does. We Some... kind of have like like our, the first one, Home Alone three, was kind of tame. Then you had Star Wars, which was horrible, and then you had Deck the Halls, which was more of a tame one. And now we got this. And so this... if you if you follow the trend, you can tell what kind of movie this one's gonna be. Uh, yes, we're gonna we're gonna rotate. Okay, we need a breather every week. Next week it's gonna be a breather week. This was not a breather movie. No, it wasn't. Uh, this it was a mouth no breathing movie. This this movie is uh, Santa Claus versus the Devil, and I'm going to be quite frank with you in the fact that I was rooting for the Devil. <laughs> <laughs> so was I the entire way through. He didn't have a single line, I don't think. Well, he had a few. Well, he had a few at the beginning. But he had he had a few quotes. I mean, Santa had too many lines, if you know oh, what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> way too many. <laughs> uh, you wanna. You want to give us like a brief introduction to this movie, and then we'll do a plot synopsis. Actually, I'll do the, I'll do the introduction, then you do plot synopsis. Yeah, this right. this this movie is about um, Santa Claus, who I'm pretty sure in this universe is the equivalent of God. I was trying to figure yeah, that out. I wrote that in my notes actually. <laughs> and he he says many times throughout the movie that he needs to get back to outer space. <laughs> what? Since when is Santa from out? And it was really funny because like. Okay, his, they, they, this movie, at least what I can say about the majority of Christmas movies, is that they understand the story that they're basing off of. Like, they understand how Santa Claus works. Th- yeah, this one doesn't. This mo- Not only does Santa Claus exclusively go to Mexico City first. <laughs> which, and last, because they last. said the first stop and last stop was Mexico City. <laughs> I don't think he went anywhere. I, I love how... Okay. Just think about this, all right? Santa's supposed to be in the North Pole. <laughs> Logically, Mexico City is not anyone's. I'm getting too far ahead. But yeah, he's trying to, you know, have some good Christmas time. And I really want you to forget everything you think you know about Santa Claus. Because before Ethan gets into plot synopsis, I will say that you can forget about elves. You can forget yeah, about no a, a joyous workshop. Um, no reindeer either. They're just kind of. No, they're kind of made of porcelain. Yeah. Um, they're like lawn reindeer that apparently I think the quote only was. Only four of them. They they will explode in the sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I once again I didn't understand that, but yeah, Santa does not have his workshop. Santa, uh, <laughs> he's got this magic sky Space dome castle where he lives with Merlin the wizard. And a blacksmith for some reason. <laughs> and a hairy blacksmith. And hundreds of little children that he forces to dance for him. Uh, <laughs> and the little Mexican kid named Pedro. Who's Pedro, his like, right-hand who's man. His, who's his right-hand man. And I, I feel like that's your cue to kind of give us a rundown. That's my cue. What happens in this synopsis. film. Okay, so this movie uh, is similar to most other Christmas movies in what? No, it's uh, the not. fact that it takes place at Christmas time. That's true. All right, let's go. 
Mexico, 1959. Ooh. It's Christmas Eve, and Santa is getting ready to deliver his presents to the children of the world. No, I sorry, to, sorry to interrupt. Hell. Sorry, can I? Sorry, yeah, can I, I was just getting to the depths of hell. This week, it's good. Can I interrupt you? Fine. Your, your voice, your voice sounds nice like that. Does it? Keep going. Thank you. <clears throat> But in the depths of hell. But you were at the depths of hell. If you, yeah. I just in case you forgot your spot, you were at the depths of hell. I almost you're, did. You're Thank saying you. about the depths that how depthful the hell is. I was describing this movie. But in the depths <laughs> of hell, the wannabe ballerina devil has a different idea. <laughs> he influences three random boys to misbehave <laughs> in an attempt, and attempt to try to kidnap Santa for some reason. Meanwhile, and turn him into a slave. Himself, Yes, they want to turn Santa into a slave, which is That's poetic justice. Quote. It's poetic justice. Because like, he has all the children. children. Yeah. You gotta, anyway. you gotta avenge Pedro. Meanwhile, the devil himself attempts to foil Santa's plans. With his child <laughs> slaves, Santa sets his uh, sets on his Christmas mission in, and flies to Earth to deliver the gifts as he most exclusively to Mexico City. Exclusively to Mexico City. Uh, Santa and the devil have multiple encounters that result in zany back and forth hijinks. There's also two side <laughs> plots about some random poor Mexican girl whose parents can't afford to get her a doll, and a rich boy who just wants his parents to love him. His parents Aww. don't love him at all. Yeah, his parents don't love him. Santa actually has to like give them these spiked drinks that like <laughs> in order to make get them, them like, to love Wait him. a second, we have a child, don't we? And they're like, that, Oh yeah, that, should probably go and be parents. That whole storyline is really funny because I don't know why it stuck out to me so much. Like I've played piano for many years and basically they have this thing where they're like, oh, if you're feeling bored or sad, you go downstairs and practice your piano. And then he does like the, probably the easiest horrible rendition of like all the music in this movie is awful. It sounds so oh, out yeah. of tune. Like the inch, like when they're doing like the devil's trumpet theme, it, it, it sounds like ear rape. Like it's done on a recorder. <laughs> <laughs> I was so baffled by all the decisions they made. Anyway, that's the that's the plot synopsis overall. Now we'll get into scene by notes, scene. the specific start. We'll start with we our notes. I don't know. If you probably have your notes in chronological chronological order, right? Like in order. Yeah, pretty much. Parents. Mine are mostly too. So we'll start at the beginning. Yeah, it's a good place well, to start. You want to you want to know how this movie actually begins? Uh, just to give you kind of a good feel. Now I don't know if you heard of either. this movie that. Uh, it was pretty big last year, called uh, The Joker. Hmm. And, I mean, it's, it's a pretty good movie. Now, the thing that, that characterizes that, well, The Joker as a character, Arthur Fleck, is his um, unstoppable impulse to laugh at everything, including, well, not child slavery. Santa took it a step farther. but Even The Joker would laugh at that. This, this, is, this is uncut. I didn't edit this. This is the opening our first introduction to Santa Claus. Still laughing. Still going. He's still going. Look at him go. <laughs> no, he's still. You gotta let his last laugh. Damn child slaves. <laughs> I love his last laugh here. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> He just gives up. something caught in his throat. Oh, man. His laugh is so beautiful. That, I think that was the one thing they didn't overdub. Except in some places they did, but they didn't cut out the Mexican actors. Because this movie is dubbed, by the way. Yeah, it's a Mexican movie. So it was movie. in Spanish. 
and they did not try at all to dub it in in any no. sense that makes sense. But it's really funny. I noticed a couple points. They forgot to cut out the original uh, sound, and so you'll have Santa laughing soundtrack by his Mexican uh, parallel universe companion also laughing, <laughs> and it is easily the most terrifying, terrifying thing I've I've ever heard. Um, it's horrifying. You want to talk about the, the first ten minutes? There's some first else. ten minutes. I think the first the first part we see is kind of where Santa is like, hey. Or, no, the, the narrator, sorry, is like, hey, Santa has his big Christmas mission to Wait. deliver presents and to help him. Um, all these kids from around the world are making <laughs> him toys. And it's just like, we have, and he's like on this weird piano computer thing. And it's just like, he's a mouth. Yeah, he has a mouth for some reason also. And he's just playing and, all, and on the screen pops up like where they're from, but it's in, it's like all in Spanish. So. Yeah, when they got to the Russian, because it starts off, you see all, all these naked African kids dancing. Well, they're not fully naked. They have like, the, it's really stereotyped. Like there's African kids, but for some reason they're wearing like, I don't know, like, like no there's some secluded tribe that are like random. It, there's a lot of like, in this scene, there is so much racial stereotyping. I know. Is this, do you think this is one of those like kind of like, peter pan situations where like these kids just can't grow old now or how did, how did they i'm get wondering there? do they have parents and if do so have... uh where are their parents well well santa clearly considers himself to be a parent of every i actually have a direct quote from him uh this is from later on in the movie. and i transcribed this word for word because i felt like it was really important to capture exactly what um mr claus had to say <laughs> So, you know, you mentioned above that rich kid who kind of pops up now and again, and like he's desperate for his parents to love him. He has this weird dream where they're both in coffins for some reason. Yeah. And anyways, he later in the movie, he's kind of chilling, chilling out. And Santa, Santa loses his magic flower. Uh, and so he can't hide from him. And he goes up to him and he says, uh, direct oh, yeah, quote, that part. That's creepy. This is direct. I know those toys won't make you happy. So I'll do something to you that I only do to the little children who've been very good. I will let you see me in my true form. Wait, so does that mean that Santa can take, is like a shapeshifter? He can take on different forms? That's not, that's not where I thought that sentence was going when you said, do you think Santa can take? I, I, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I think he can, given that the next form of dialogue was, Love me, Santa. Do you love me, Santa? Please tell me you love me, Santa. That was Once the weirdest <laughs> scene in the entire movie, and that's saying something. I mean, that followed... Uh, well, that, okay, well, sandwiched in between that scene, during uh, the Santa and the devil's kind of back and forth, they have... Uh, this great bit where the devil is like Fortnite dancing everywhere he goes. <laughs> so Santa's trying to get... Santa is going to go to his first house in Mexico City and he's going to go down the chimney, but the devil has a genius idea. He moves the <laughs> chimney over a few feet and Santa How does that is like... Work? Well, the chimney's on like wheels or something for I some reason. I don't understand. Is how is that... secured down to the roof or like... 
just kind of there. Couldn't he just go down the hole that was still left there? We cannot. It was right there. But Santa just kind of steps in and he's like, wait a second. This chimney isn't going anywhere. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't. None of the devil's plans work at wait, all. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't that the part where Santa jumps off the roof? <laughs> yeah. With this well, tiny little umbrella? Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Then. Then the devil's like, haha, I've got you now, or Pitch, or whatever his name is. And to be frank, every time they said Pitch, that was not the word I heard. <laughs> that, was, that was not the word I heard either. So it was like, get foiled, you Pitch. And I was like, oh, okay. Good family Christmas maybe fun. Maybe there's a Mexican translation that makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, Santa kind of Mary Poppins his way down uh, with this umbrella. And it's really funny because he makes this big point of like doing this big flourish to jump off. And then he just goes like speeding Super down. Does he, does he go speeding down? Yeah, he does. And then the devil, um, Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> he does the smooth criminal kind of lean thing over. Oh, yeah, over the edge. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Could like he just like He's in a down? tutu the entire time. I know. Which I weird. didn't notice he's till in the a end. tutu and a really like cheap looking morph suit. I don't even know. And I mean, not that's first you have to get over the fact that somehow he looks like Howie Mandel. <laughs> <laughs> so I want you to picture Howie Mandel um trying to resemble the the, the tomato skin from Fortnite, but <laughs> Not only is he resembling it, he's he's trying to act like it too. Not that I play Fortnite. But maybe no. what's a better red? Meta- I don't know if you ever seen that show. Bob like, the Tomato, Clifford the Big Red Dog. But he, he's going for some Clifford energy. Uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog, if he was a small red man. <laughs> yes, Clifford the medium-sized, average Mexican, not that guy. Who happens to be the devil? Anyway. Oh, that- we're way like, uh, deep into this movie after just you know, that's starting. That's the only way to talk back about back it. to the beginning. You can't go in. I, it's almost it's almost a variety show in a way. It feels like like you got like. It does seem like it follows the same kind of formula as a Star Wars Christmas special. Pulled it off more seamlessly somehow, which I didn't think. A little more, yeah. Like I could f- kind of follow along, and I I honestly really enjoyed this movie for some reason. Like I had a blast watching it. And I would watch it again sometime if I was under the influence of alcohol that I'm not old <laughs> enough to consume. But once I am old enough to consume, I will definitely watch this again. See, right, you said what made this better than Star Wars was that it had more seamless transitions. And I'd, I'd like to point out that I, all the transitions were done with a boatload of steam. <laughs> Every single editing bit where they didn't want to add in, like, an effect... Or, or a background or something. It's just a lot of steam. Like every single scene in this movie had steam lingering around for some yeah, reason or they another. Did Their, the transitions were were um, the one cool thing that they did? I did mention this to you earlier. Is every time the one thing this movie did well? Every time the devil is like trying to like influence someone, it goes he teleports, and they play this scary piano chord, and it's actually really effective. Like I I legitimately really like that. Added a cool but effect. It did, but that—that's about it. Is there any any scene you particularly want to want to talk about um, right now? Me I mean, there's a lot can, to break down. There's so I'll much. let you go. But let me check my notes because I know I have a few. Okay, <laughs> there's this one scene. It's a little ways into the movie. It's not at the very start, like we were hoping to do. But we never follow a certain formula no, anyway. And with this movie, we can really get away with it because it's a very oh, yeah. loose plot. There's like very more loose. like it's a variety show, kinda. It kinda is, yeah. 
Okay, so there's this yeah. scene. Santa is up in his space station, as Santa <laughs> would be. And he's... I think this is after one of my favorite scenes. One of my other favorite scenes at the post office. And Santa's <laughs> dealing with his letters. And he Santa's magic. And, he and he says... Or he reads it and he's like... <laughs> Hi Santa, I've been really good this year. Uh, what I want is like uh, a toy car and a, a BB gun, or no, a, like a toy, <laughs> toy car, toy car and some Tinker Toys, uh, and an AK-47 and an atomic chemistry lab. Uh, thanks Santa. And Santa's just like, okay, this seems seems like sure. and he just puts it. In like, and so he's gonna get this kid like a gun and the it the is, ability to build a nuclear to weapon. Carry. It is Mexico, so I feel like there's sure. an excuse there. But still, it, that is beautiful. And I love the way the mail shoot works too, where it's like this <laughs> like magic space thing, and then all the letters are going over him. And I mean, I don't, I don't want to be the one to say this, but it kind of seemed like he was deriving um, some kind of pleasure from the letters. Perhaps over his body. Uh, and you're stealing you're the energy from the children. <laughs> you were gonna talk about that scene okay and the other scene at the post office i don't know i don't know if it's right around this time but basically this guy's sorting through letters and he's just like picks he picks him up and he's just like santa claus 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 and then the guy the guy walks in and he dumps more letters and they're just like he's just like santa claus and he's like, santa claus and then he's just like santa claus santa claus santa claus santa claus as he's sorting the letter and i swear so long Santa Claus was said probably about a hundred times in that. That's not a joke. Scene. They I'm it not was kidding. for like at least four minutes of this guy <laughs> sorting through letters. Sorting through Christmas Santa letters Claus, just Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. I mean, I, I'll still take it over Santa, you know, uh, creeping on children. But oh, yeah, I, think, I think Santa has something, something, something about children <laughs> in this because he seems that creepy scene with the rich kid, and plus the fact that he just has a bunch of kids in his space station. Not, not to mention the um, magic quaalude dust that Merlin <laughs> makes him. Yeah, uh, you want to talk about Merlin? I'll let you oh, Merlin, Merlin. You want you want to start? You mad start? dog, mad dog, mad dog, mad dog, mad dog. <laughs> but the sound he makes when he walks, like in the first bit, <laughs> he's just like making these sound effects with his mouth, and it's just like boing, 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 and he, as he's like hobbling along. And I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> oh man, when they brought in Merlin, I was actually laughing so hard because you don't see it coming at all. Santa's just like, okay, time to go visit Merlin the wizard. Merlin the meth man. Yeah, Merlin, yeah Merlin's got a bit of a... And once again, I don't want to, you know, uh, any allegations here. And I definitely don't want to be a, uh, accused of trying to relate this back to the Holocaust like I was last episode. <laughs> um, really the only thing uh holocaust holocaustistic hello holocaust hello holocaust hello about this movie is um everything about it <laughs> is it i think you just have like a weird thing about connecting stuff to the holocaust hey I Ethan, think you're gonna get look our at this spinach down. this fidget spinner doesn't it kind of look like a holocaust <gasps> you know that can I can I just go on a little side tangent for a minute? Sure. Because this always makes me laugh. One time, I was doing this summer job with my brother, 
and he, I mean, it wasn't my brother. It was some anonymous guy that I will remain anonymous. And um, my bro anonymous guy, we were walking down the street with all these kids that we were watching for the job. And all the kids were kind of like spraying stuff with water bottles on the sidewalk because they had like the shooting spray. Mm -hmm. And my brother was kind of like writing down all these different patterns. Now, when nobody was looking, he did like a quick little, like as a joke, he did like a quick little swastika and then immediately wiped it away, right? Mm -hmm. And then one of the kids came up to him afterwards. Hey there, can you show us how to do that really cool pattern you made the sidewalk? We want to use it as our team logo. And they, and they pestered him the entire two weeks for him to show them how to draw it. Nazi Germany intensifies. Yes, which speaking of which, I noticed that there were no German children. They did have... Well, this was like what? In the 50s, I think? So this would have been not too long after the war. I feel like people were still pretty angry at the Germans. <laughs> oh yeah, well this, I keep forgetting, this is like pre-60s. That's crazy to think about. Yeah, it's like, old. It is an, an old movie. And I frankly, thought Star Wars Christmas special like, was old. But I mean, it's almost charming in a way. It does have that classic Christmas feel to it. Yeah, it do, even though it clearly doesn't understand. And the devil, I... I really can't comprehend the. De I mean, the the guy looks like he's choking on a hot pocket the entire film. <laughs> I, and his whole his whole purpose for existing is basically just to annoy Santa Claus, who apparently, like you said, is supposed to be uh, a godlike figure in this. He's supposed yeah, to represent he's like. He's supposed to represent God. Good. But I feel like instead of um, representing God, he seems to be representing a large majority of the Catholic priests. Uh, I, wait, I, I'm yeah. Catholic. I can say that, okay? He represents um, God if God hoarded uh, children in his space castle. Speaking of which, did you notice it made me laugh so much? So they overdub all of the children who are speaking the different languages, except for the Asian kid. <laughs> and they don't overdub him. So all the other kids are speaking like perfect English. And then he's there just speaking Asian. And, and then they don't Santa have subtitles. I wonder how much of the dialogue was lost in translation, but at the same time, we got to hire a deaf person to watch this movie and try and figure it out, but then they wouldn't what? get the beauty of the sent. Was the narrator sentient, do you think? They had this narrator running through, sentient narrator, and he kind of seemed like he could communicate with what was going on, like he could talk with Santa Claus and the devil. Yeah, which is weird. Maybe he's like a neutral... Like a neutral disembodied party. voice, he's and he's the, just kind of he represents the, the viewer. He's yes, he's the in between. He he is our our spirit. This movie is a battle for your soul, really, if you think about it. <laughs> and frankly, I'm beginning to think that the devil won, uh, judging by the fact that this movie was made. I Honestly, think, though, the devil was the most compelling character in this movie. He is like he's he's got. I mean, you can kind of sympathize with. Got this boss um, who happens to be not only is he Satan, he's Satan. He's literally Satan. Pitch is actually not the devil. I know we keep calling him the devil. He is a devil, but he's not the devil. Yeah. I don't think. And he's got and this he's boss. He's supposed to just kind of be like a minion. Who communicates through musical smoke. And yes. basically, they he's getting yelled at. And basically, if he doesn't stop Christmas, he'll probably be absolutely. What came to oh, mind? No, no, no. Almost... He, said, he said, if you don't stop Christmas, I will feed you chocolate ice cream. That's literally yes. what he said. That was it. No, not chocolate ice cream. I forgot about that. You're like, oh, oh no, so I don't good. like chocolate or something like that.
It was crazy. Yes, this look, he's got this boss who's literally Satan, bullying him for his lactose and Um he, he looks like uh how Mandela had a baby with a hot pocket. And I mean I kind of feel bad for the guy. And like he doesn't even those three boys that are apparently like supposed to be antagonists. What happened there? Because I feel like the devil was like barely influencing. I think they're the real devil. Yeah. Like, I, for the most part, I thought for the first like chunk of the movie, I thought they were kind of un unlike intense. They were just kind of like your average bad kids. But then they're like, "What are we gonna do with Santa?" And then they're talking about like how they're kidnap gonna kidnap him and make him our slave. And he's like, "We could kidnap him and make him our slave, so we can get us all the candy we want." <laughs> and it's like, what? Even the devil's kind of like, uh. But hey, in in that, all they're doing is just getting back at Santa. Yeah, for well, I love children, so it's fair. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, they're exactly. They're doing the Lord's work because Santa is not God in this. No, even though it's heavily implied that up. he is the Christ figure yeah. in this world, I would argue that the uh, Christ figure is nobody. Actually, there is no God. There's no Christ in, in Christmas. In this universe, in this there is movie. no God, and He will not save you. No. There is no redemption. It's either even, Santa Claus the or the devil. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't even exactly pick your party. They didn't even bother because I thought they were gonna do kind of like a redemption arc kind of thing with those three boys. No, it ends with them all turning on each other, and the devil's like, "Yes, bash each other's skulls in," <laughs> and that's the last. <laughs> For all we know, those three are currently bleeding well, out. Bleeding out. And I mean, oh, there, there's so much to talk about. Any, any more notes you want to talk about? I have quite. So I, I have so see. many notes on this movie. There's so I'm much to talk. I'm sure like, we have the same notes because. Okay, so I want to go back again towards the beginning. Okay, um, we'll go back where the kids are singing. Right, first of all, uh, they're not even singing Christmas-related songs. The first <laughs> no, bit are all not. in like their native language, but then once you come around to like the British people. They're just singing London Bridge is Falling Down. <laughs> which is like, I guess, haha, it's it's funny because they're, because they're from, from London. Uh, England. And London happens to be in England. See, that's, 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 you, that's crazy. And then it comes around. I forget. I think there's American kids there. There is. Something like that. And they're just singing like, I don't know, Yankee Doodle. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. But then all the kids just look really dead inside. <laughs> And there's a few of them, like more than just a few, who are holding guns. Especially I think it was the French kids. Let me take a look at my notes because yes. I wrote down. Well, you know, you like, know, with uh, the French and revolutions, they. <laughs> I feel like yeah, they the... were getting ready to rise up. I feel like there's a sequel in the works where the kids of the workshop rise up, kind of like uh, I'm trying to think of a good metaphor for this: Santa Claus versus the guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the stuff with the children borders it's, it's, it's so, so uncomfortable there's this it makes the movie so it gives it a weird tone it does but there's this beautiful thing about it where like santa's trying to be all sneaky right and so he's like supposed to be sneaking in his house that man makes the most noise he really could he kicks down a door he knocks stuff he's just kind of jumping there's no way the kids don't know and so these kids get up, and then the narrator's like, "Somehow these kids have caught on that Santa's in the house, in the living room." Hmm, I wonder Meanwhile, how Santa making loud noises in the living room, and then they walk over to the door, and Santa and the narrator's like, "Santa, watch out!" Which makes me think he's sentient. And Santa's like, "Ah, oh, 
I've got Merlin's magic dust. And then he throws it at the kids, and then it drugs them, and they fall asleep. <laughs> For some reason. For some reason. Merlin was like it's special. Cosby's mentor. Here's something interesting. Uh, okay. So, I, I just remembered another scene that I... Now, this is when the devil's first trying to influence um, those three boys. And they decide that they're going to throw rocks at Santa. <laughs> so, they oh, go yeah, to the, the general mark or whatever, and they seek a Santa Claus. And they start throwing rocks at him. And then somehow, through time and space, these rocks manage to hit the real Santa Claus. And he looks at the camera, and it hits him, and he's, Ow! And then they never mention it again. <laughs> Also, I think Santa Claus kind of summons a devil because like he's I at the workshop, so. right? And the kid brings him that toy and the kid's like, hey, Thana, look at this toy. And he's like, oh, no, that toy is the devil or something. And he like spins it all around. I forgot about that. Yeah. Hell. Yeah, it's weird. I feel like the idea behind this movie, this that Santa's being punished for his sins by the real God. And this <laughs> is his own personal hell being stuck up the tree, which you want to talk about that beautiful... Oh boy, that <laughs> is such a great scene. Okay. I'll, I'll, give, I'll so, leave this one to you. Santa Claus... Oh boy, there's so much to unpack. <laughs> so Santa Claus is at the guy's house, right? He's he's going to deliver the presents inside, but oh no, there's a dog, and he can't make himself invisible because the devil stole his magic flower. The flower. Santa Claus just decided kinda, to yeah. attach the flower to the bottom of his sleigh, and... <laughs> Managed to fall out. I don't yeah. know how. Anyway, the dog chases him, and he ends up climbing up this tree, which the dog could have easily jumped up that high. It was like I, I three know, feet it off was, the ground. It was very t- and I, mean, I felt like the, the narrator's like, "Run, Santa, into the tree! It's your only chance <laughs> now." No, it wasn't. He could have just left, and then or so probably Santa, taken the dog. He's a hecking. Yeah, he could. He's a little a deity. I. Yeah, but he oh. he. he stands in the tree with the dog barking at him forever and he just starts yelling for he-man for some reason <laughs> i don't i don't understand like what's he-man. going on and then, is, is he-man, course, he-man. In this i legitimately thought he-man sense is like christ or something he-man is jesus yes exactly does that make Lu- lupita the the virgin mother mary I don't know. Which, I honestly if you don't think know. about it, um, Mary was almost impregnated by God. So I really don't want to think about this very much. Uh, you were recapping the scene, sorry. Yes. Okay, Santa's stuck in the tree yelling for He Man and Merlin because he has no magic. The dog. He doesn't just yell for Merlin, he moans for for a good two minutes. Merlin. 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 And he like I I don't know. Just keep going. I, I'm Meanwhile, the devil is inside this huge mansion, and he's like whispering to the people while they're sleeping. He's like, first he he like blows some magic dust or something on them, and then he whispers, "Quick, get up! There's a man outside trying to kill you and your entire family." <laughs> and the guy doesn't wake up, of course, until no. until the devil has gone and said this to every person in the house, so they all wake up at the same time. And then they, they make upstairs. <laughs> he grabs a pistol out of his nightstand because uh, I would have loved to see him shoot Santa. I was really I was hoping waiting. that happened. The grandpa grabs like a shotgun. The devil finally gets too him. Too scared to even leave the living room. 
they're standing at the bottom of the stairs arguing over who's going to go out first <laughs> and kill the assassin. And so they call, first they call 911, of course, the responsible thing to do. Wait, Which and sends, they take so long to arrive. Like, they would have all been dead if there was a guy well, there who really tried to kill them. Of course they take long, because not only did they call the police department, they <laughs> called the Red Cross and the fire department. Yeah, I why? don't understand why they'd call the fire department. There were like 20 cars, too. Yeah, Santa barely made it out of there. Like, what does he do? Just like jump out of the tree and run into the woods or something? Well, I, I think he, he should have done that. In, the, in no, see, it was great because he basically is freaking out and he sends this message to Pedro, who's up in the planet. Oh yeah. And he's like, "There's no time left. I have five minutes to finish delivering Christmas or whatever." And he's gone to three houses so far. <laughs> in Mexico <laughs> City, exclusively. All in Mexico City. And before midnight, of course, his his reindeer will all die, apparently. And so he's like, get Merlin. So Pedro goes and gets Merlin somehow forgets how to walk. So Pedro has to like support him. Like literally is pushing Merlin as he's making weird shuffling noises um, <laughs> into the room. And he asks Merlin for help. And after much random noises, Merlin kind of looks at the camera and goes, mad dog, you say? <laughs> mad dog. Mad dog, 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 mad, mad dog, mad cat, cat, Santa, mad dog, cat. <laughs> and Santa's like, what? So he and just Merlin's been dipping into the magic cat. He winds up a toy cat from his his magic bag and sends it running down mad dog. the street, and the dog, mad dog, chases it. The mad dog. Chases the cat, <laughs> allowing Santa to jump out of the tree, which I feel like he could have just jumped down and like kicked the dog in the face really hard he with those big boots. At that point, but then again, he has a um, bag. He has a uh, magic sack, and he couldn't in, just have thought of that himself. I thought, I thought he was good. There's that scene where the devil basically is trying to go uh, uh, Kevin McAllister all on him and, and heat up yeah. the doorknobs. So like when Santa tries to enter the house, he burns his hand. And he sneaks up behind the devil. I thought oh, he was going to yeah, clobber him with so a good. sack. I love I this. Like, but no, no, he doesn't clobber the devil with a snack, a snack, a sack. Uh, I, despite Santa's affinity for clobbering things with his sack, um, <laughs> sneaks up <laughs> no, behind the devil. No, 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 no. And basically just kind of stands there. And then he goes to deliver these presents. And he's like, aha, a cannon. <laughs> He, he was going to give this to a child, too. He sets up a cannon, aims it directly at the devil, and he shoots Pitch right um, in, in the in the, the lower right cheek. I think it was the right cheek. cheek. Yeah. And it goes, like, way it's in there. Like, it probably it went through both sides. Oh, yeah. And that was, like, not even that far. And he was going to give that to a kid. He was I mean, I know give, it's Mexico. He, that kid could have, like, That was the kid that parents. asked for the... The, the weapons arsenal in the atomic <laughs> laboratory. It Santa all ties together. Inside of his bag. He's just gonna give him. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe it was because the letters. I mean, how does that even work? Like, when those three kids are deciding they're gonna uh, f uh, mail fraud Santa Claus and s ask for literally everything. And he's like, just in case you've been wondering, we've been very good this year. But and Santa's, Santa's like, hmm. Let's no. look through the dream scope. Which oh, that dream is, scope um, is weird. I believe I, I wrote down exactly what the dream scope was. Uh, a dream scope was um, a ceiling fan wrapped in tinfoil with an ear on it. 
Uh, and I mean, holy cow, how do I have Okay, uh, I don't know how close we are to the end, but at the very end, the very, very final scene of the movie, Santa flies off back to his magic castle, and they say something all, something to the effect of, um, you know, Santa saved Christmas, the kids got presents, blah, 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 and then they say, uh, and this is an exact quote, Santa is happy and gay, even though in this context, gay would be happy, so that means that because you have happy, it would mean that gay could only mean one thing. Uh, my voice is very bad right now. Okay, my throat okay. is sore. Okay. This. Okay. Uh, okay. So you're probably wondering uh, why your audio just suddenly and violently cut out, and why I put in several gunshot sounds. Well, the gunshot yeah, yeah, sounds that. were just to get your attention. Um, I'm sorry that you had to hear that. There were no actual gunshots, but one could argue there Safe. has been a murder, and that murder was this audio recording. That yeah. was mercilessly cut short uh, 50 minutes in. It's literally just Ethan talking. I mean, um, hey, I would still listen to that. I Well, you usually do. But uh, it unfortunately, it cut out my side of the conversation. So it is really funny to listen to, but it is also torture. So if um, you want to hear the to... version where I just talk to myself, uh, uh, donate money to us. and we'll... Yeah, donate we'll... money to our definitely open donated money like just go to www.com slash um .org. only podcast on the internet backslash slash slash backslash https brad money yeah and just me and me well, too. yeah that's 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 what happened to the to the episode uh i'm sorry we had like a great we had some great segments in there i was really happy with um, we had some listener mail call in, uh, but unfortunately, the universe had other plans. Uh, we're also we will be back on schedule with more Naughty List podcast. Um, yes, kind of Brian and I, I was... will hopefully be making more episodes soon. Yeah, Ethan's kind of sick right now, but I was like super sick for a while there, and then I was in Hawaii. But we'll be back. We we will be back to our weekly schedule here, um, and back with the weekly episodes. Hopefully, start actually updating social media. Uh, yeah, if maybe. you want to follow us at those, I don't remember the ads because it's been a long time. Uh, if you want to follow us, uh, this is what we look like from behind. <laughs> yeah, actually, you, you can't um, see. Please follow us in real life. Yes, if you want to follow us, uh, here, I'll give you Brad Brian's you address. Only stab the ugly one. Yes, we'll leave that up to interpretation. <laughs> all right. That's really all. I actually got to get going. I have an important um, business meeting with my agent. Yeah, I do. Uh, I do too. That that I have to get to. I'm actually just going to um, Dairy Queen. I, but, I actually don't have a business meeting either. I know um, you don't. You're I'm not going to watch TV. No, but I do want a quick plug today. Just recorded and put up an episode of What's News with Nels. Um, in the alternate dimension where this isn't the only podcast on the internet, which it is, 
but uh, there's a new What's News out right now. Go Brad yeah. Nell's What's News. It's some good stuff. Um, I get him to say that he doesn't endorse racism quite a few times. And you, you say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> I tricked him into being a good uh, person. This has been at the midpoint where I was just like, he's like, he's like, you know, this podcast doesn't endorse racism, right? And I'm like, oh, shoot, wrong podcast. So it feels <laughs> great to be finally back to a podcast. Not that we endorse racism. We but all I'm saying is, is that Ethan hates the Asian world. You're the one who said Obama shouldn't have been president because uh, he was white. I, uh... Well, it looks like my agent's here. Um, uh, officers here too. So. Uh, 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 okay, get the recording bot to leave. This is this has been Goodbye. the Naughty List Podcast, only podcast on the network. We'll be I'm back. Christmas movies. He's Brian, Bye. We got another episode coming out soon. Goodbye. Batteries not included. Batteries not included. Health side effects may include um, uh, death, nausea, death. heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea, and um, mild headaches. Yeah, and a, a, a light. That's always my favorite in those where it's like death, liver failure, breast cancer, uh, mild sneeze. <laughs> it's like, dude, why would you put? You should I like be building up death. to the to I the can death deal part, with the liver obviously. failure, but headaches but I can't sneeze. stand. I'm not What's taking this medication sneeze? for if it's gonna give me a headache. <laughs> okay, okay, I, I actually anyway, gotta yeah. go because I'm gonna be late. Ramble on too long. But um, see, yeah, see Brian. <laughs> okay, let's actually record uh, another like like maybe tomorrow. Do you want to record like the review of like the past few ones? Yeah, like ranking. Do like a ranking where we rank. Yeah, I'll edit episodes. Tonight. Yeah, sure. That works for me. Okay, sounds good. Pleasure doing business with you, Brian. You as well. Uh, I Edward. came up with this really funny bit where I call you Brian. Uh, I, I stole your bit. What that. are you gonna do about it? Um, we're just gonna call each other Brian. You'll be, you'll be Brian. I'll be Brian too. Hello, welcome to Brian, the only Brian <laughs> on the internet. My name is Brian. This is my co-host Brian. And we review Brian. I'm. I really enjoy Brianing children. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>